Welcome to the Immaterial Gamers Podcast. Is there, you know, is there any stuffed toys that you don't have? Uh, there's a few. Like? Uh, mm, I have the six Pokemon. Okay. Got the Toothless. Got Yoshi. Got Simba. So... The circle of light. Lego? That'd be a weird cuddly toy. Now, how do how do you how do you cuddle something that is plastic by nature? Turn into a plushy first. Duh. Plushy plastic. Yeah. Or is it is it pl- plastic plushy? I build a bear. Get on with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I only got two flips. Or, or or do you do build a bear Lego? Hmm. I don't think kids would be as very great with their customization. I mean, it would be, you know, queues would be a lot shorter because they wouldn't have to s- spend 10 minutes stuffing them with fur. <laughs> oh, you went to choose this little Lego Builder Bear, right? Do you want to stuff it? Yeah, okay, right, one second. <laughs> right, there you go. Off you, man. No, you just get a. Actually, idea. Have a. You know, you got the duplex. You got Lego and then duplex. Oh, yeah, the, the, the kids' bricks. Lego, yeah. Lego for those who need to feel taller. Well, that and it's so toddlers don't swallow it. Um, oh well, just, thank you for thank you for putting occupational health and safety in there. It's a yeah, it's, it's the reason why Duplex box were built. It's yeah, for, it's toddler safety. Um, yeah, plushy versions. Plushy versions for hmm. small toddlers that they can build. Yeah, I I get what you mean. They 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 build. Yeah, they build. Uh, I. That's a bad start to a vidcast, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so let's just move on then. This is the Immaterial Gamers podcast, episode number one hundred and two. This is the podcast that gets out of the vault of room one hundred and one, and then uh, we don't know starts- how though. Starts running around with a long trench coat going, Vidcast me, please. Yeah, well, we'll see. So, uh, yeah. one on still got plenty of room. It's fine. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've got uh, just two of us today. I'm I'm Ryan. I'm becoming more and more bearded. Bird. And, uh, and new glasses. Oh. Oh, you guess you got lighter flames this time. Yeah, they are. They are lighter frames. Because uh, the other ones died a horrible, horrible death with a smash to the left lens. Oh, I thought you meant like car compactor or something. Uh, no, I mean, I've not fully killed them yet. They're, they are over there somewhere, but... Uh, taking the... Uh, going up to the top of the car park and taking a sort of fall. No, no. When I, when I when I do go over to our local supermarket, uh, maybe maybe level seven may be a good idea for them to go there. Well, you could put them in a, con- a glass container. You put them in its glass container if you've still got it and bury it. What the hell is that? No, no, I, I I'm not that attached to them. Bloody hell! <laughs> they spent their times attached to me. It was a symbiotic relationship. Eh. Uh, and uh, yeah. Back. 
Yeah. And uh, on my screen, to the left of me, okay. is D. Um, on your screen, it's to the right. Yes. But uh, we go off the right. we go off the recording one. As you can see, these are our handles. And now they disappear mm. again. There we go. And I also have some handles, but um. We also got some freckles. Yeah, and and two eyes and a beard and and the actually for you, the it's usual oddly red cheeks. No, for you it's double freckles. Double freckles. Yeah, you're wearing a freckles t-shirt. Oh uh, uh, yeah. And you're ginger. Yeah, you're ginger as well, technically. I know not them. Ah, uh, there we go. There's the freckles. Yep. There's the freckles. So um. What's been going on this week? Uh, hopefully not that much. Been playing a bit of Minecraft. Me, uh, we, well, you've been you joined in for part of that game. I've been streaming the uh, Majatori, Tori, Tori, Tori. Well, I guess we're going to be talking about the games. We'll just uh, we'll just say what's been played. Not that I've been putting the interstitials in because we haven't been needing to. I mean, you can if you miss them, you can just go. What's been played, played, played? Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, as you as you were saying, you were saying Minecraft and Magitori. Uh, yeah, mostly. Uh, I mean, we've got time. We can talk about it. <laughs> well, Magitori is... It's a little game I, I found when I was looking through the, the shop mm -hmm. with the summer sale. Because I thought, oh, I also modded my new Steam profile. Uh, yes, I kind of just saw that with your library sharing, just telling me that it was available to share again. Uh, was that, was that Bayonetta that I saw as a profile picture? Yes. Yes. Good old Bayonetta. But yeah, um, basically, did that summer sale sticker thing. So can... Oh, yeah. the the I I don't have a lava lamp. I'm happy. You're the owner of a... What? A lava lamp? My, my profile has a moving lava lamp. Oh, yay. <laughs> That's what we always looked for the Steam summer sale for. You know, we didn't just have, you know, discounts on games, and then there were competitions where there was the chances of winning games. Not that we ever won them, um, mm. but no, we just we just we just go for for just stickers now. Yeah. Stickers, they're cheap, they're digital. Everyone can have them. Well, it's stickers and animation gifts and stuff, so you can actually have the old profile wavy and stuff. Mm. Um. Yeah, so I upgraded it to lava lamp. Lava lamp. What colour's the lava lamp? Uh it's like a it's orange and red. Ah, so it's like lava. Yeah. It's a lava lamp that so my profile looks like a lava lamp. It's got two lava lamps at the side of it. Huh. I but always the... preferred blue, but nah, that's that's not to say blue's my favourite colour or anything, but uh Oh I yeah, if um Ah, ah, we're moving through 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 D's room here, and uh, oh, yeah, there's a, there's the lava lamp, and there's a there's a whole bunch of other stuff. We'll just make sure you don't have anything anything potentially uh, secret there. Oh, and there's D again and Pikachu. Yeah, well, could have Pikachu or Nemo just in the back. There's Jigglypuff. Yep. And Jigglypuff has a... Oh, my... 
Kiss me back. <laughs> okay, um... <laughs> I lost my train of thought. We derailed. We derailed. Oh, there's Tails. Well, I detailed you. <laughs> oh, boo. Boo. Okay, so, as you were saying, so you were going through the Steam Summer Sale. Uh, picked up a couple of things because of the ad. Yeah, it's just the said they had the profile stuff, so I might as well spend the points while I've got them. Because mm -hmm. it also backlogged you all the way from January. Yeah. Watch your mic, by the way. It's just gone, it's gone, disappeared a little bit. There it is. Yeah, there we go. Uh, uh, new headset. Yeah, well, new, uh, yeah, what's been played? New headset or headset that is exactly the same as the headset I previously had, but it now has the, the foam nubbing. A bit back. Yeah. And the jack isn't loose, so you shouldn't hear as much feedback. Yeah. No, no longer will we end up starting a game with Disco Elysium and going, Hi everyone, it's D and Well, for the next like three to six months. Uh, we, sh we should have made it to at least Wednesday by then. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, as, as this podcast is out, we'll have already done episode eight of Disco Elysium with mm. uh, our good old friend Everett and the WWE chair. The, uh, the, the episode is called With the Chair! It kind of reminds me of Pongo. It, that guy reminded me a bit of Pongo from um, 1973. No, not 1973. The um, F is for family. Okay. The manager in that in F is for family is freaking huge. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everett is a huge, huge walrus of a man, as he's described in the game. And my God, he gets himself his nice round leather chair, and we get we get a WWE folding chair. The, what did Destroys. it do? It, it, it took two of our health and one of our morale. No. Took two health and two morale. Oh, it took two morale. I didn't even notice the two morale. We've got so we've got so much morale, it's uh It then healed our morale because we had a go at him. Yeah. I may have also used some nosefed and magnesium to to make sure we didn't die mid conversation. <laughs> well actually after a certain point he got he's just like eh. Oh we also yeah. thought Oh, actually, spoiler alert or not? Um, if anyone hasn't watched it from Sunday, yeah. We know the character's name. Yeah. We know his name. Well, we know what we think his name is. Well, according to... I mean, we know he's called Harry. Hmm. But apparently we got a surname, and it's a... Dubois. Well, it's French, so it fits in with the French theme. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Yeah, but we've been sort of having fun with that. Um, now, I sort of derailed you from that, which is now my fault. Yeah, but that Major Ori is a nice... It's a little puzzle game thing. No, it's a question... It's, it's a trivia game. It's a trivia game with a twist. Uh, yes. Uh, I've, I've watched some of these streams on this, so... Uh, um, also, may have lent some support in some of the questions. Well, yeah, basically, um, the twist is, is you, you mess with people's lives, depending on... How the quiz goes. Yeah. How many trivia games do you know that has permadeath? You can always delete it and restart it again. Well, I've got two more achievements left. I've got to change Romeo and Juliet's fate. Okay. And I have to make Sebastian a cook. I am not a cook. Uh, you know the... Yeah, but uh, the first time I played Sebastian, he went blind. Because okay. he's dead. 
He stared at the sun. Well, why, why would he go do a thing like that? There was an eclipse. It was really pretty. That's not how... No. That's, uh, that's not how you do things. That's No, 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 no. You are, you, you are a silly man. What's his name? Sebastian? Sebastian. Sebastian, you are a silly human being. Well, yeah, you get do not stare in an eclipse. Basically, um, basically, you meddle with people's lives depending on what happens. Like the yeah. Ava wants me forever because um, one of the achievements for Ava is to do all of her storyline perfectly, getting all the good endings. Oh. And just to signify how a good and bad ending works for a character in this, is that right? So get me wrong. You get ten questions per storyline, don't you? It's, I think it's is it eight. ten or eight? Eight, it's like eight per, per carousel. Yeah. And you basically get given trivia questions and their general knowledge, video games. And anime. Anime, generally. That's why I went to what lent towards it, because it's got anime and video. You can actually toggle the general knowledge off if you wanted it and just have anime or video or films. Yeah, general knowledge. That's how you learn is to do general knowledge. So you can be a jack of all trades and a master of fuck all. But yeah, um... Yeah. yeah. So, so, so as you're saying, you answer the questions, and then each correct answer you get gives you a little green circle. Every yep. question you get is a X. Yeah. And then it spins it at the end on like mm. a, a wheel. And depending on if it's a zero, a circle, or an X, depends on which ending you get. Yeah. To each bit of the storyline. So each time you play the storyline, if you it's like the her ending, Ava's proper ending to what it is, all the variations of the good and bad. Mm. Uh, so Ava's one is she wants to be a princess. So, yeah. Should I go through Ava's storyline or? You can go through it, yeah. Well, Ava's the main... You always start with Ava at the beginning of each playthrough. Right, so yeah, she's like the character. Well, no, you know, she's the the one that uh, the she's the one that the witch plays with the most because there's up to six maps with her. Everyone else has got two to three. Mm-hmm. Well, the witch is actually in it at the end. The final, whose name is? It's me now. I can't actually remember the name. I think it's like Laureate. Yeah, Laureate. Well, basically, the end of the game is Laureate pitching the game to a producer. Oh, you go meta at the end. Yes. It's actually an achievement called meta. <laughs> uh, well, the, the achievements are wish granted, life ruined, gone fatal. Perfect. Meta, you're welcome. Uh, I need to see what happens twice. Trolled. Trolls alert. Trolls a bit of a weird one. It looks like it's gonna pass or fail you, and then it'll just go. No, wait, back. <clears throat> and you know, instead of it going heads or tails, it'll mm. sort of like go. Uh, no tails. Like uh, just as it just as it does. Yeah, Doshi's rights themselves. I think. Oh, you'll know the. I think I know that this is anime. You saw that one. Mm-hmm. That, that that was Sao. That was clearly Sao. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no animals were harmed in the playthrough of this game. Is you win both Connie's and Oliver's wishes. So the animals right. 
are free and happy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes Zing rich. He's basically Slumdog Millionaire. Anime mm-hmm. was a mistake. Mario's relationship problems. Basically, you... Is, yeah. Oh, there was that one storyline. Oh, what was it? Was it, was it Juliet? And then Alex, was it? That one's no. a baseball player, and then the other was a... Oh, that was the prom king, prom queen one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Juliet and Romeo is... It's Romeo and Juliet. Uh... And their ending needs... I need to do it where I perfect their ending. So when she takes the poison bottle, she lips. Oh, dear. I still remember that. It's called design. rewriting classics. So you, you go through the death scene. Hmm. Uh, and each time I've done it, I've done six out of eight. So there's two chances of it f- fucking up. Two. Mm. Both times it was, yeah, you know, you like you got six correct answers. That means nothing for Romeo and Juliet. What? It spins the wheel. Twi- I've done it twice now. I've spun the wheel. Six out of eight right. Both times it gives me a fail. And Juliet dies. Hmm. So it seems to be a little bit stuck from that one. Maybe. Maybe it's a bit difficult because of the achievement. But it was mm. the one that got me of the story that's like, oh yeah, you did this prom queen, prom, queen, prom king business. Mm-hmm. She had a wonderful night. They got... She got Pregante. Yeah. And then well, became... she may have got Pregante. And then he decides, mm, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want my life ruined. And I remember you failing it. And he goes, yeah, she called and she was so happy that she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. He now has to deal with the responsibilities of being a father. Also, he got an infection. <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, it could be that. It's like, like old the old grandma lady. Mm. If you get the bad ending, she dies. She just croaks there and then. Uh, the good ending, she just ends up crying a whole bunch. That the couple got married and everything was fine. Huh. So it really depends on the pl- each playthrough what you're going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. It's not the exact same each time. There's a couple of variations. Yeah. At least it keeps it fresh if you're going through it over and over again. <laughs> um, so you, do you, have you enjoyed it then? Because uh, I saw it being a bit of an experience. Um... Yeah, I've just been trying to. It's it's been it's nice to have a trivia game where it's got anime as a main theme, because mm. animes in games and movies is sort of like it's it's like when you play Trivia Pursuit. I don't have to deal with the freaking geographical one or the sports. Ah, eh, that's what it's just all about. That's what it's all about. Well, yeah, it's the. It's the fact that you play in the questions and you're trying to decide the fate based on how well you play. Mm. Depends on the fate of each character. I mean, if you want to ruin someone's lives and you know the incorrect answers, you can just fuck up and just... Uh, you know... Get, get them all incorrect. It's like that lady that jumps off the building. What? And there's a lady that jumps off the building she wants to fly. What? Oh, no. If you get it right, she gets wings and flies away. And if she fails, she goes splat? Yep. It's not a family-friendly game, no matter how cute it looks, by the way. You can you can see it on, on Steam. 
Um, mm -hmm. it's it's in there. I don't know. Don't it's just it's just being yeah. So it's a few pound if you want to learn how to ruin someone's lives or try and save everyone. Oh well, if we're gonna go for the save everyone, it's like the firefighter. Mm. Uh, the firefighter is a one-time mission. If you fuck up, she dies with the kid and burns Shit. in the house. Gets burnt alive. Yep. Her and the uh, child die. There you go. Happy. Move on. Uh, and if you get correct, she ends up in hospital. Well, hospital's better than dead. Basically, she wakes up in hospital. Uh, she, The wall collapses and she... The wall caves in and creates an opening and as she goes out, it collapses behind her. And the... Like the mum's like, like, yeah, you saved my child. And she goes, you're welcome. And I then need it just some ends medical story attention. Line. She needed some medical attention, but she was fine. Ah, uh, so the, okay, that's the, that's cool. She lives. It's all good. There seems to be each character can live and die. Well, with Ava, she always dies in the end. Because you huh. play Ava from child all the way to her deathbed. Well, that seems depressing. Well, she be well, the first one is, if you get it right or wrong, she becomes a basically Cinderella kind of deal. Mm. If you get it wrong, she becomes Cinderella because she then has to find the glass. She then has to make a dress and whatnot and then goes to the find the prince. Mm. Uh, the other, in the other ending, she just becomes a princess off the bat and then she wants a kid. Then she wants to get married. Then she wants a kid, and then she wants grandchildren. Is her true storyline. So she basically just wants to leave, uh, lead the uh, life of a princess. Mm, uh, if you mess some parts, you don't want to. Hmm. Well, it's like the kid. Um, I messed up one of the kids' bits, the first bit. So she got a baby, granted, but the baby was an introvert. The kid was complete introverted. Right. Uh, so the next one, she doesn't want him to be introverted anymore, and then, and then there's the uh, like one where she doesn't, she can't have kids, and she wants to, so she adopts someone. Hmm. Except for the dot one, goes and murders them because he wants to be king. So <laughs> there's a lot going on in the game behind the scenes. There's a lot depending on how you answer the questions and what storyline you're going to get. But Ava's the one that you always interfere with from beginning to end. You always start as a little girl, and she always ends up as a grandma or something. Mm. In the good, if you start off good, if you start off bad, she's like three episodes in and you sort of croak it. Oh, nice. Because she gets Happy. basically. Basically, um, Cinderella happens. She gets the dress and stuff. Prince Charming doesn't want anything to do with her, and she ends up getting basically slavery. Almost. Or Wicked Stepmother or whatever. Mm, it's, some, it's, it's some batshit game, this. Eh, it's basically taking fair... A lot of it's taking lore from various franchises and going, here, have a thing. Mm. It's like the, uh, the, the SAO one. He, the guy goes into SAO and then the other person wants to leave SAO and ends up murdering him. So she gets out alive and... But you can also get it so he doesn't go into SEO at all. Mm. Well, that's probably what's needed if you need to keep him alive, though, isn't it? 
Well, it's basically just story storyline just ends. Yeah, but he lives. Mm. Um, but it also means that you don't see the other character, so you might not see some people mm. at all, or they, the other gaming person gets into the game, and then you find out it changes. It's how it keeps the game. It keeps it interesting for mm. each playthrough. Very good. But yeah, the metal one is hilarious at the end. Yeah, you're pitching the idea and he goes, if I win, you're going to publish my game. If if I lose, she then gets all depressed and stuff. And yeah, she just ends up in a bed depressed. And well, that, that is the life of a meddling witch. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, just how it works. It's just basically it's got loads of. It shows you what happens when someone succeeds, and it shows you what happens when someone fails. Hmm. Yeah, that's just just how it goes. Hmm. What have you been playing? I spent the time that I've been playing stuff playing more Final Fantasy Thirteen. Ask me the question. Are you out of the corridor yet? No. <laughs> No, I've got two more corridors to go at the moment. I'm in chapter nine, so I'm taking on. I'm on the Palmesia, oh. the big, the big ship. Uh... I'm heading towards the um, who ends up being Barthandalus, the giant mm. falci who can turn into a human. And I just want you to be strong enough to kill me and all these other falci because we're technically not allowed to kill each other. Ha 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 ha. That reminds me of one of the animes I watched. I watched a whole lot of anime this week. Mm. Well, I mean, that's the batshit part of the story. It's like, yeah, we task you to kill us. Why is that? Because we, we can't, can't kill, each, kill other. each other and we're bored of it all. Mm. It's like that... Um... I mean, couldn't, couldn't the Felsey have just turned around and said, guys, if we can find a way for you to be able to live out the rest of your life without needing us... Can you do it and then get rid of us, please? Please? There's quite a few things where immortals get bored of life. Mm. Um, there's a there's a Netflix film that I want to watch at one point with uh, Charlize. You know what? Theron. That's a, that's a name. Not, 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 well, to be fair, what she called it is Theron. Mm. It's called The Old Garden. It's about a bunch of mercenaries who just go around the world knowing that they can't die until they do die. Mm. Um, and just wondering how how good is our lives? Have we have we actually done anything good whatsoever? Well, probably not. So we'll just keep going around and try and do good everywhere in the world. And it, then it just follows some new immortal following them, and you know everything's great. But I mean, it all came down to the point for me for for immortals, and this is why you know it was nice with stuff like Lost Odyssey, which I hope ever gets a remaster because um, it was a really immortals, good game. Is that the vampire one? I am immortals may be the vampire one, but I was I was just going to like immortals as a generic term. Oh, okay. Because there's immortals is the no, vampire that's the originals. Off. Oh, the originals. Um. Yeah, so I can't believe I know that, but you know, <laughs> when when you you know when you when you when you sit there and you got you got a house of vampire lovers. I've watched all the originals. Okay, when you when you've got that and and friends who are vampire lovers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
like I liked the idea with with Lost Odyssey. It's like these guys are immortals. No, actually, they're not. It's just because they've come from a different world mm. that they are. They have a lot bigger strength and a, sh- a longer lifespan just because of like reasons. Well, it's like um, Thor. Okay. It's all right. You keep talking. Well, it's like I'll Thor... listen to this off podcast. Okay. Well, it's like Thor and stuff. They have stupidly long lives. Um, they're not immortal. They just have stupidly long lifespans. Well, in but you can kill the Asgardians, generally with other Asgardians or like higher races. But yeah. Hmm. So yeah, there's loads of different mythologies. Yeah. But as we go to these really bored immortals who want someone else to kill them, because, you know, some sort of rules. Imagine imagine a Highlander film. It's like, oh yeah, there can only be one. Well, we don't want to do it. Well, you know what? I'll ask, I'll ask the room. What stops Highlander? What stops them just not killing each other and just living? So why don't they just fucking do it? Basically, by the end of it, most of the bad ones want the power of the others, mm. and the good ones want to be able to die. Oh, there we go. Exactly. That's, that's, that's the power you get at the end of Highlander. You become more. Ah. Well, there we go. Thank you, Martin and Don, for that explanation of. And when he chop off their head, they get they gain their power. And then in number two, he became immortal again because two more people come and point came down. Look at the mm. end. I. Because he was just about to carcass. Mm. Yeah, and that's why that's why I don't follow Highlander past the first film, to be honest. Oh yeah, there's quite a storyline. But, but thanks, though. Martin and Dom. There's countless storylines there. There's an immortal thing. Like, um, Hancock, was it? I thought he was just, just a normal superhero that was just disillusioned and drunk. No, the main storyline is is he's actually immortal. Oh. Um, but there's always... There's a pair of them. They're in twos. Uh, but if they get the couples get together, they can die. If the couple stay apart, they're immortal. Just, just so many different things on just immortals. Well, what, what, why can't just someone just be, you know, just immortal and just always want to experience everything around them forever? Or why can't people just be mortal? Actually, if, if you want to answer, look at season four of The Good Place for that one. I, hmm. Good Place, Netflix drama, comedy drama. Yeah. Thing. Hmm. It explains. It, it explains what heaven was. It it puts a really good twist on heaven. I see. Maybe. Um. It, it's. It, uh, you you like the person from heaven? It, actually, no. Do you like Phoebe from Friends? I'll be honest. I never really got into Friends. Well, Phoebe from Friends is in the last season. Uh... 
um, and she's been around since ancient times. And the past, present, they know they can see the past, present, and future all at the same time. Hmm. So they just exist, and they get bored of it after a few centuries. They can't die, and it's just like what do we? It's like the Q continuum. Uh, Q explains it really nicely, but we're going into Star Trek there. Hmm. Um, there's a road. There's a dirt road. The past, present, and future all just merges into one eventually. And you're just, like, bored. Because you've done everything, you've seen everything. It's like, yeah, I spent a few couple of centuries as that chair over there. You turned into the chair for the fun of it. Just the past couple of centuries. Mm. It's the fact that uh, it's uh, everything you do is tedious and mundane and you've done uh, eventually you would have done everything on your bucket list mm. if you know what i mean that's how the immortals end up being so thingy is it's been centuries they've seen rise and falls of the empire countless times and basically they've been there done that they got the t-shirt right okay and that's and everything's just monotony at that point it's like you know when something starts getting a little bit dull or boring mm-hmm well, think about that's going on for like a few thousand years of into space, yeah. Have you climbed up the Schmeifel Tower? Yeah, yeah. Have you tried to climb up this thing? Did you wage war in the entire planet and go through nuclear winter? Yep. <laughs> it's just so basically, anyway. Yeah. Sorry, so, go on. Yeah, basically, we've just gone on less video games and more immortal existential crises the the, well, the existential crisis of an immortal being yeah so anyway speaking of immortal beings final fantasy 13 yeah you were talking about the yeah so now going race. going through and it's you know i still sort of enjoy it, even though a lot of it is just auto battle auto battle auto battle paradigm shift auto battle paradigm shift um mm. like i said there was, there was someone on on the twitter feed that i follow um, Matt Wiggins, formerly of Loading Ready Run, said it perfectly when he was comparing Final Fantasy XII and Final Fantasy XIII, because twelve had the Gambit system, which meant that you could, you know, set a bunch of if-then commands, and uh, then you could just walk away and have a piss and, you know, have a nice drink and stuff like that. And mm. the characters would just fight on their own based on the defined parameters that you've done and scenarios that they could encounter. Okay. Final Fantasy XIII made sure you had to water battle all the time, but it would give commands based off roles and stuff and the situation that would come in. So you had to be a bit more active with it. Yeah, you can't just go have a go go out, go work or come back and have you it's like basically auto chat. Mm. So it's more like an auto chat situation. Yeah. So his tweet said comparison between Final Fantasy twelve and thirteen. Final Fantasy twelve. Yeah, sure, we'll remove the ability to push the A button so you can focus more on key commands. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy XIII. Uh, we'll, we'll remove key commands so you can focus more on mashing the A button. Mm-hmm. It's... What did they do for fourteen, by the way? Uh, 14. 14 and online. Okay. Now, 15. Um, 15, Square Enix 
got their shit together and managed to meld the two together. So it's got a bit of... It's it, they've, they've become action RPGs between mm-hmm. that and um, 7 Remake. They've sort of pivoted toward the action RPG rather than the turn-based one. Because the... Um... Yeah, it's like uh, I was watching one of the animes I've been watching. It's mm. like, it's my turn. And I went, in a real-life battle, you wouldn't take turns. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. There would be literally no situation in a in a in the real world where two two like countries would go to war and they would go right. So you three take on them five in a battle, and uh, they go first. <laughs> um. So they fire. They've got an initiative. You just keep an eye. We've 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 given everyone an iPad. It tells everyone whose turns next. If you die, please make sure the iPad moves on to the next soldier. I mean, I don't know how that possibly works, but yeah. So if you could just all take turns shooting each other until one of you falls over, that'd be that'd be that'd be brilliant. Thanks. Oi, general, get back here. <laughs> yeah, it's just basically, it, yeah. Time, you got like a strategy thing. Hmm. Well, it's basically it's like chess or shogi or whatever you want to. Hmm. Uh. Oh, shogi can just go. That's the one game in Yakuza I would not even play, and I tried the mahjong. <laughs> Shogi can go hover dong because it's basically chess, but a lot more complicated. It's chess, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, I mean, I assume I'm, I'm going to go on the idea that Shogi has been around a damn sight longer than chess has ever been. Pretty much. So that meant that the person who invented chess looked at Shogi and thought, "There is absolutely no way in hell the West is going to accept this." <laughs> Well, they're, they're, eight... they're not, so let's just... Well, basically, just... Shogi has eight pieces. Yeah, eight pieces, and their grids are larger, though, yeah? Uh, a little bit. And they have promotions and demotions and yeah. hokey-cokey. Well, yeah, you got your pawn, rook, and stuff, but then you got like the general, the great general. Yeah, gold general, silver general, I remember, I remember that stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I just found the item in Yakuza that made sure that I instantly won every time I played a game of Shogi, so... Um... But yeah, it's got the same rules. As, it's got... Chess is the underlining rules. Mm. So if you understand chess and you can fundamentally get your head around Shogi. Yeah. So, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and then and then Go walks up to the pair of them and goes, <laughs> amateurs. <laughs> so... Uh... Yeah. So yeah, going through as I say, chapter nine, nearly at pulse. Um, just uh, got to fight Barfandalus, then get into sort of chapter ten and sort of learn how to extend all our other powers, and then we get to then we get to Grand Pulse, and uh, yeah, spend another forty hours taking on stuff. Maybe get to that giant cactus that casts ten thousand spikes, knowing that everyone's got nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine health max. Yep. Um, and no mitigating damage, so yep. I, I'm not gonna. I'm. I, I'm gonna go and get grab, grab a walk through. I'm. I don't care anymore. Mm. I just want to beat it. I want to beat the giant cactus. It's like um, one of the things I wanted to try and do is beat Sephiroth and um, Kingdom Hearts. Just, but no, I, just, I had a look. Just, and... just not happening. Well, you need to have the best. You need to have a secret armor or whatever. And then you need to be able to basically m- memory. Uh, it's that his mechanics are 
super fast and you have to basically memorize these mechanics. Um, you know it's going to happen. You know the order it's going to happen in. Mm. It's just... Uh, unless you've got the like a special armor that you can only get at the very, very, very end after doing a, like, a whole quest chain thing. Mm. Like, hidden quest chain. It's not like it's a common quest chain. You've got to do a hidden quest chain to give you the survivability, otherwise you won't hit you. I believe the words are, ain't nobody got time for that. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, now that we've stalled a little bit and we talked about existential crises on a point where I couldn't really say much more about Final Fantasy thirteen other than upgrading weapons, yay! Farming stuff, yay! Crystarium, yay! Skill trees. Woo! Woo! Barfandalus. Ugh. Look, he's a slog no matter what goes on. <laughs> um, you know, to, to the point where if you take too long fighting him, he just gets bored and starts casting Doom. Yeah, lightning being lightning and Zaz being Zaz. Yeah. And that Chocobo. Yeah, certainly not Hope. He's depressing. <laughs> Lightning's arc, sort of. Lightning's arc. Hey. Um, you know, it sort of kind of resolves itself a little bit early on, but Hope, oh my god, what a depressing sack of 14-year-old angst I've ever known. <laughs> well... Yes, I understand. His mother volunteered for an offensive force. She failed. She died by falling a very, very, very great height. Well, to be fair, she died before she fell the very, very, very great height. But, yeah. But blame the guy you asked. Are there any volunteers? And then try and literally stab him in the back and then not actually use the knife. Mm. I'll just explode in rage and send him flying off the balcony. Okay, yeah, Hope's not my favourite character, alright? It, it yeah. isn't. It's not Snow either, he's just, he's just the, the classic don-damage-soaking like ficky. Zaz is, is, is cool when, you know... Oh, sorry, Zaz is Chocobo. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy thirteen two. she actually becomes... There is a, there's a the Chocobo, she walks around... Wearing chocobo costume and stuff, but it's heavily, 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 heavily implied that she is the chocobo that spent her days in Zazie's afro. Well, yeah, um, I just like the fact that he has a little conversation with it. Yeah, it's like, it's basically, yeah, you just see the little chocobo pop out. It's like da 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 da. Zaz seems to understand it somehow, and then pops straight back in the afro. I mean, Square Enix, you know, they're, they're stereotypes. They're getting better. They're getting slightly better. Mm. You know, they, I mean, Square Enix, Final Fantasy, black person stereotypes at the moment I fall into one of two camps. It's either B.A. Baracus or Donald Glover. So it's Murtaugh from Lethal Weapon, you know, I'm too old for this shit. Yep. Or I pity the fool. The, Mr. They, yeah, you know, apparently, apparently they're getting better. But, you know. People who aren't getting better is what's going on in the news. Why? What's going on in the news? Oh, Ubisoft. What did they do now? Ubisoft, Ubisoft, Ubisoft. What so, did they do? People who were accused during the speaking out scenario over the past two weeks. That is, people in various industries, including the wrestling industry and video game and journalism industries, 
speaking out about their abusive bosses, friends, co-workers, uh-huh. higher ups, and stuff who sort of use their use their power, power. to get w- what they want to desire sexually or otherwise. Ah, uh, that cherry. Um, yeah, speaking out is the next step from Me Too, and mm. and all that business. Um, one of the companies that got hit hard with that was Ubisoft. Okay. Who um, determined that it's not just it wasn't just the fact that senior level executives were getting accused of being abusive little fuckwits. Mm. They had a systemic HR um, problem where so if it was either keep it to yourself or speak to hr who hr will then not do anything and then you know sweep it under the rug and the person who made the accusation will suddenly find themselves without a job ah that one yeah Uh... the the old classic games industry business of why does no one speak out against all these practices if no one likes them and it's like because there'll be no one left if they speak out against those practices that are clearly problematic yeah, it's basically um, um someone take, someone sorry, go, go take it yeah, go take it with HR. You might as well just put your C V into a shredder. Yeah, yeah. Put it in the suggestion box. Okay. Yep. I'll put it in The suggestion box is a paper shredder, isn't it? Yeah. Um but God damn it, Rooster Teeth, why have you ingrained in our lives so much? Um, but yeah, the main the main sort of sort of problem on that is yeah the the whole thing with the games industry is um, you know don't ask don't tell. Well, in a lot of industries, it's the same. Yeah, um, but I, I think you know some of them just don't don't get away with it much. And what we've learned with the sort of the film industry is that there is a line, and mm-hmm. the line was crossed, and people are starting to get. Well, it's like um, sort of punished for it incorrectly. So, well, yeah, what was it? Um, yeah, this it's just it's the way things were and the way things are now is way different. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, and uh, it's improving in some industries more than others, but it's can it's and, and yes, it's some aren't. Of ways down, and sort of gaming's getting to that, or the sort of the game development industry is getting to that point where there's only so many times you can start spinning stuff now. Hmm. Um, not that it stopped Ubisoft. Um, as we were recording this, well, they're French. <laughs> is is that how we're doing that? Well, the French, because because yeah, that's how we're saying. Yeah, they're French American, French Canadian. Um, but. There, Ubisoft are have decided that the best way to do this is to bury it. Uh, yeah, bury it. And what's the best way of burying it? That's right, a press conference by announcing new games. Yeah. Um, now, if the press had a tiny inkling, you could basically. Uh, oh, sorry, it wouldn't happen because they would have the press that they'd like. Well, that's exactly what's happening, D. So yeah. we'll go on the news first for a start. The main news story is that, um, that being said, Ubisoft had done something, maybe due to pressure, maybe you know due to otherwise, but it's being done. If you, there's only so many accusations someone can get before you start realizing is it actually true? 
Mm. Some some can't just like you know the whole like I can understand the whole sort of witch hunt scenario and people going, look, these people just don't like me and they just throw every accusation out there. Um, and then other than Donald Trump, um, mm. you know, you get these people. So this rock paper shotgun news piece that I'm looking at here, okay. um, stated that within well within like within the space of 48 72 hours. Three of the like the biggest executive level people at Ubisoft have gone, resigned, yes. sacked. Otherwise, they've, they've uh, all resigned and took payout bonuses. But still, no. It's basically um, at executive level, the going on vacation. Um, not these ones. <laughs> they they're gone, gone. Apparently, uh, but yeah, there's. Um, there, there's Extended vacation is yeah. the, one of the other industry ones. Yeah, or, or or they will reassign them to another department. Yeah, you get a promotion, and we resign. We're transporting you to this remote area where there's nothing that goes on ever. And then suddenly, a new game comes out where they're creative director. <laughs> oh, shocking that. Um, yeah, so there's these three people's names that I'm going to butcher now because I don't know French names. I'll see if I can help. So we've so we've got Chief Creative Officer Serge Hasque, Global HR Head Cecile Cornet or Canet, and Yanis Mallet. Okay, the third one I have no. I think Yanis Mallet is just as it yeah. is. I think. Um, so they've they've all gone. Actually, this makes them the fourth like in like a few days. Hmm? Second one more of a Jack. Uh, no, Cecile. No, Cecile. Oh, Cecile. Uh, Cecile, yeah. Uh, there. But this comes a few days, according to this article, after the resignation of Maxime Belland. Maxime Belland. Um, <laughs> the vice president of Ubisoft's editorial department. Yeah, basically, the people who were in charge of saying whether the games could be greenlit or not are the same people who are coincidentally being accused of sexually harassing workers in their company. Basically you but then it's power. Well that's you want my get you want you want you want to punish I, I want to pull publish your game. But Yeah. Is there anything you can do for me? Yeah, it's the power of it's the it's the, the only way I could have made I my face more the... creepier there is if I had a fucking smoking jacket. Mm. No, I it's don't the, smoke. But no, do you know um, the Simpsons movie? Mm. Sums it up elegantly in this one. Mm-hmm. I want five thousand tough guys and five thousand soft guys, and make the tough guy, sir. You got mad with power. Yeah, of course, you go mad with power. You try going mad without power, no one listens to you. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so that's that's the that's the big thing. They've all gone. Um, Serge Haskaway is apparently the big one because he was effectively number two he was like other than the the ceo yves guillemot oh. i know that one because he's the one that constantly appears in the news all the time but he was yeah. the, the guy underneath him and he had the say i talk about the the other people at the editorial who sort of had power in whether things could happen everything came down to him of whether mm. something would get released or added or or not? Oh, I'd like to do a Watch Gods, a Watch Dogs game just based in Central Africa. 
No. Okay, what if we do it in London, 1984 style? Yes. Mm. Do we need to speak to anyone else about it? No, you've spoken to me. It's the thing with absolute power. Yeah. It corrupts absolutely. It's the whole Batman thing. You can go into the, Batman law for the next the, like the three quote, hours on that one. Yeah, the quote is there for a reason. But um, yeah, the, the slight problem of all this coming out is that these all resigned like hours before uh, Ubisoft. Um, uh, power vacuum. Um, well, no, because apparently what's happened at this point is that Eves has taken over, over Serge's responsibilities. So okay. he's got even more power than the power that he already had. Oh, but um, you know he's apparently going to sit there and internally investigate and make sure that the rot has gone. Basically, he wants to try and clear house. Yeah, with apparently with how bad it is, he's going to be there for a while. But then, if you're going to clear house and have absolute power, you need someone that can overrule you, just in case you turn corrupt. Mm. So sorry, <laughs> it's just. You need someone to be accountable to. Hmm. Well, However, the main the main problem as 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 we come round to this as well is these news of the resignations were done hours before Ubisoft Ubi Forward streaming and conference. Oh God! Now, um, there there again is a pre-recorded hype fest of all the new Ubi stuff that's going to be coming out, like New Far Cry, starring the villain as. Uh, Gus Kring from Breaking Bad. Okay. I, I, I looked at him and was like, oh, this guy's in it. And I'm like, oh, cool. Who is he? Ah. Uh. And they go, oh, what, you not watched Breaking Bad? And I go, no. I've watched bits of Breaking Bad. I kind of got bored of Flight Season 2. Yeah. Just, just to know who Gus Kring was, I found out his death sequence in it. He He gets blown up by a pipe bomb. Walks out of a nursing home. He adjusts his tie, and everyone thinks he's okay. Nurses run to him, and they go, ah, ah, ah. and you look, and you see one side of his face. It's like, why are they all going? Ah, ah, ah. And then, uh, yeah, the whole left side of his face is just basically a skull. Oh, he got highly dented. No, well, it blew up. His eye was gone. The skin uh... went off. Charred flesh, and he adjusts his tie. And then he just looks at the camera and drops dead. Uh, so he's just like, oh, right. He just, it just took him a lot longer than normal to cark it. Now, basically, he's like, I'm fine. And then it's like, wait, nope. Yeah, just like, nope, that wasn't going to happen. But yeah, he's going to be the new villain in Far Cry 6, which is going to be another big, massive open world map with towers to climb up to... Gain control. Yeah, yeah, to gain control of stuff. And Viva you know Resistance. You know what? I liked Far Cry 5, and I like the Far Cry games, and their villains are all great, but it really is the same game over and over again. Let's be fair. Yeah, pretty much. It, I mean, it really is. Uh, oppressive Nation and a hair. Yeah, Oppressive Yeah, oppressive Nation in oh. fake country. Far Cry 5 managed to do something different, and it. it was actually set in a place in America. Uh, yeah, uh, like a little off-town thing that's been shut yeah. out. Yeah. Took over. Yeah, and then there's going to be a Watch Dogs Legion announcement, and then there'll be Ghost Recon and all that business, and it's all been done and timed to sweep it under the rug. Oh, yeah, look. There's this big shiny conference. Don't look at 
it's basically uh i wish i had both hands uh, oh, i've got pikachu basically look over <laughs> here shining you yeah yeah over here it's, they've look basically on here they've basically pulled a blizzard you. there was this heated half stone moment and i'm really sorry that we that we didn't speak up properly when we did the you know the the banning of the player and you know the hong kong thing but we weren't you know, involved. We weren't told by China to do it. Anyway, here's Diablo 4. <laughs> sorry, oh, yeah. sorry, my neck's hurting from the whiplash you just gave me. <laughs> and the worst thing is, people fell for it. It's like, mm. oh, look, see, they just want to give us the games that they love. Oh, no, you know, let's forget the fact that they're funded by a country that just, you know, that's decided that human rights is an option, not a check your privilege. You know. So so you know, this is this happened as well. Oh look, Ubisoft, oh they've apologized. They've got rid of some people. That's, that's great in time for the next Watchdogs game. It's it's great. Forget the fact that there's still systemic abuse going on in the company at that point and they still need to weed them all out. We can play as a granny in Watchdogs. <laughs> Yippee fucking do. Yeah. <laughs> Pikachu cheering. It's just. Uh... And, you know, I guess the worst thing on that is that seeing people go, look, they've done it. They've said they're sorry. Let them do the games that they love. Hmm. You mean the games that they just rebrand every couple of years ago? Yeah. Give us all your money. Yeah. I mean, okay. Okay. Let's, let's, let's bring yeah, it down to games, this. Yeah, yeah, but I feel for the employees, not the executive level stuff, not the board, not yeah. not not all the like the the senior directors. They have done, you know, they've done their acts, and that's what's happened. Yeah, mm. you know what? I do care about the employees, and yes, it's going to suck that their company has now got a giant spotlight on it. But it's also good for them because if they've got a giant spotlight, that they can't get away with shit. Yeah, that's bad. But the problem is they need to not be able to get away with that shit and yet still keep those employees in the job because the problem that's happened with everything else so far, you you talk about like Naughty Dog and their crunch practices and you got, what's his name, Neil Druckmann, the creative director of The Last of Us, basically goes, they they love this crunch culture. They do. And someone had put on Twitter at that point, it's like, yeah, they're going to say that because not you know, you're not going to walk up to his face and go, I hate working 80-hour weeks. I need you to stop it right now because he's just going to turn the foot back around and go, well, you obviously don't want the job, so piss off. The people want the job. They're getting the, they're basically getting their livelihood and hobby, you know, their ambition drained out of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've got, they've got to sit there and take it because you want the job, right? It's similar thing in the um, manga industry. Overworked, underpaid. No, it's basically the yeah, the fans. It's the thing between regular content and keeping the fans happy and balancing it out with actual life. Because mm. um, if you take a, a a jump style magazine, yeah, that chapter gets written every week like South Park. Mm. They have seven days to come up with the entire chapter, draw it, illustrate it, send it to the publisher for the next week. Yeah. And 
and then go, and then people, if so, it's like, you know, why is it, why is it this, this week? It's like they taking a break. Mm. They took a so, week off work. So we flip that, that side on there. Could that be the fact that some of these industries are basically going, well, it's you, the fans fault. You constantly want this new shiny shit every time. All we're doing is what you want us to give. It's like Rick and Morty, um, season four. Um, there's a whole thing of Rick's having a crisis because he doesn't know what to do. Mm. He knows he's in a, as we know, Rick breaks the fourth wall. Mm. Uh, and uh, one of the theories things of it, because I've read some, I've done watched some of the theory stuff on it. It's Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland hashing it out with the thing going, yes, we're doing content, and yes, it's going to take us a long time, but we have a long time. We have 60 episodes to write. Mm. How we're going to do, keep you happy and give you content that you're not just going to go, you shit. Mm. It's the keeping the keeping your fan base happy at the right time, at trying to set the right pace. That's reasonable. I get you. It's like uh, if, um, say, we did the podcast every week. Mm. Um, obviously, we have to carve out an hour, oh, the hour a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you think, you, uh, and you can't exactly, someone has to carve, but one of us, ha- well, if you want something regular, then you're going to have to carve that time out each week. Mm. Uh, and say you're illustrating or whatever, that's going to take a lot more time. It's like you and your, no, uh, well, no, I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, but it's like, it's like the, uh, it's like the thing between the time, it t- it's like the guy with, who got a hall of mirrors in Harry Potter. Mm. If you know about that sequence. Mm-hmm. Took him six months edit all the fucking mirrors out six for like a three minute sequence mm. six months prep work went into because there was hundreds of mirrors but you had to take, take the camera crew off yeah it's so time consuming some of it it's like oh yeah you want these big special effects well these big special effects take a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of hard work there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you don't see yeah, but you know, I guess at that point it just needs the time and just for people to not be just burnt out and dragged along for the sake of a product. I mean, I guess as as fans, we just need to wait. Well, it's it'll be done when it, it's like it, it's the sort of done when it's. Well, I used to I used to like the old Blizzard idea initially before they started like rushing everything out every two years. It was when something was done, or like a project was done when it was done. It's like um, it's like what Microsoft do. It goes into like the Microsoft bit. Oh, here have a buggy OS, and then we whinge that it's a buggy OS, and then it's like, well, mm. well, you wanted it. Well, you wanted a new OS. Yeah, you wanted a new OS. Yeah, but it's buggy. Yeah, but we told you it was buggy. No, you realistically, we don't have. We're gonna make you do all the bug work for us. Oh, that's Bethesda. <laughs> But yeah, it's that sort of like it's buggy. Well, you wanted content, didn't you? Mm, yeah. 
just one last aside on this before we move on to this very quick last story before we wrap up as well. Sorry, I've been. I know I've been ranting a bit. But we've been ranting. Just as it is. So Ubisoft did end up um, sending out a tweet beforehand as well. Their idea yeah. was like people, because it was a pre recorded show, people saying, oh, are you going to mention anything? You know, are you going to mention anything about all the all the stuff beforehand? Nope. No, of course they didn't. It's of course they didn't. Well, no, but what they could have done, it doesn't take a lot to put a camera in front of Yves Guillemot's face for two minutes before the presentations to at least acknowledge something. The whole the whole thing with these, you know. The, the whole thing with these allegations, you can't just sweep them under the rug. They're, they're there now. And I think that's what they, they need to stay there. It needs to be, can't just be swept under. It's just it's just as it is. I'm sort of losing my train of thought on it, but basically, fuck Ubisoft for now. Mm. Get it all sorted. Get it all sorted. The, 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 games, can, the games can wait. They, they can. Well, if you can improve the staff morale, if it's basically if you improve the staff morale, they actually might be able to do content and might get a bit more creative with it. Yeah. Um, but shareholders, y'all. Yeah, and it's like, well, how long is that gonna take? And it's like, well, I need my bonuses, damn it! I need money, damn it! You've already got all the money. I need more. What are you doing with it? Did you spend any? No. Just want money. Yeah. That, that, that island's not going to buy itself. Yeah, that golf course is not going to plant itself. Right, anyway. <laughs> speaking of money, last very quick story. A um, a sealed Super Mario cartridge for the NES sold for quite a lot of money hmm. recently. Okay. In dollars, without looking at the article from comic book slash gaming, how much do you reckon it sold for? Wait. What generation we're talking here? So this is an this is a highest grade Super Mario Brothers Nintendo Entertainment System cartridge. is A plus sealed. So it's in it's in it's in all Ooh. its sealed stuff. It has not been opened from its polyphane seal or its like other seal. Ooh. Um, from 1985. Oh, that's a collectible. That's a highly collectible item. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, this this is from the oh, Heritage oh. Auctions Twitter as well, saying what it went for. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be in the hundreds of thousands. Okay. If not, can I narrow you down on 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 an amount? Um, I want to say. Uh, want to say a mill's too much. Oh, it's definitely it's on definitely the- not a mill. But it will be in the hundreds of thousands. Um, I'll say half. Okay, you overshot a bit. It's it be- one hundred and fourteen thousand, mind. Oh, okay. One hundred and fourteen thousand US dollars for a video game cartridge that has never been opened. I did say it's a collectible, and it will be six digits. Yeah. Um. So there was a apparently, according to a comic book, this was a this was just a big. Gaming auction. To be honest, it contained. Mm. Uh, it went it also in here was a, a prototype Sega Saturn model that went for eighty four thousand dollars. 
Okay. Um, and then the, there was other stuff. So the, the whole set of lots was apparently expected to come to around 428,000 US. Hmm. It totaled nearly 700,000 US instead. So someone made some dollar, dollar, dollar. Uh, yeah. So it's now the, the, the biggest selling sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers. Because um, there was, in a similar condition, one that went for $100,150. That is someone who's decided to just be a prick at the end. <laughs> so we got 100000 Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Okay, 100150 Me. It's... Oh, no, no, worse. It's 100000 Yeah, uh, Do I have any raises on it? Yeah, $100,100, uh, 100, $100, please. And the guy who's obviously done it has just went... One fifty. You dick. Dick. Yeah, one fifty. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's basically the two people who would have been thinking for each other for a little while. Yeah. But, yeah, no, no, no. What? Da, 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 da. Yep. Nah, 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 nah. I'm but out. But that's the you know. That was the so the the, the nice palate cleanser for the deep discussion of Ubisoft and their business practices. To be honest, we could we could probably have be here till now till next week. If we yeah, if we went for every problem with the game industry now, um it, we we'd we'd be live streaming longer than Desert Bus. <laughs> Combined. Yeah. So, so that's all like we like 13, Happy Hanukkah. 13 of them, yeah. Yeah, like, so all, like all the desert buses combined. It's, it's now yeah. like middle of July, it'll be like Happy Hanukkah by the end of it. Uh, oh. Yeah, we, we, we haven't got we haven't got the ability to do that. But uh yeah. We ain't got time we, for that shit. Yeah, we can we can do that next week. We'll 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 do next week. We'll slag off another part of the game industry as as just these random random people with mics. Yeah, but it's uh, hmm, there's a lot of fundamental problems. I, yeah, basically, one of the ideas that we want to sort of, I guess, it's sort of the, the whole immaterial games project to be enthusiastic about gaming and stuff like that. It's hard to be enthusiastic about stuff when the gaming, when when the people who are making our games, or the people, I wouldn't say the people making our games because that's basically saying that the problem is just developers. Are, an individual level. Now we're looking at sort of executive decisions and sort of managerial level, which is the the problem. And it's like you said, it's the problem with every industry. It's not just the game industry. There's countless industries that are like, like that. Yeah, and it, and it all needs to be fucking changed. But uh, but anyway, Watchdogs too. Uh, Watchdogs Legion. Have we just police squad the ending of this now? So if you liked what you heard on this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe, and click the bell. Click the bell that lets you see all the videos, not just the ones that YouTube recommends, because otherwise you won't get any. Hey. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, you can also listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can check out all the other video series on the YouTube channel that you've just been asked to click the bell for. <laughs> You know, doing the whole police squad like freeze frame in real life actually does hurt. Yeah, it does.
But anyway, we will we will go. So thank you, D, and thank you, Rain. Oh, that's me. Yeah, thank you, Pikachu. And yeah, thanks, Pikachu, Tails, Jigglypuff, and Nemo. And uh, until next week, please, for God's sake, don't kill each other, and and just feel enthusiastic about something because it's still dark times. So uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that Mario cartridge, that was great, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.